Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, who is today freed of the greatest threat to his power, the fragment of kryptonite. We'll learn what happens in a moment. But right now, let's hear what Dan McCullough has in store for us. Maybe some of you members of the gang couldn't listen in yesterday when I broke that big news. But I'll bet you've heard about it just the same because those new comic buttons now being packed in packages of Kellogg's Pep are so sensational that, well, the news spread like wildfire. One fellow tells another and one girl tells her girlfriend until everybody's all hepped up about collecting these colorful new buttons. It's a swell idea, putting pictures of your funny sheet favorites on sturdy metal buttons so you can wear them on your jacket or cap. And it's more fun than a three-ring circus swapping the buttons when you get duplicates, rounding out your whole collection of 18 different comic strip characters. Now, Superman is one smart-looking button, of course. Then uh, there's Harold Teen and Lilims and Herbie, 18 of your comic pals and all. Now, to be sure you get every one of them, Start Mom off buying Kellogg's Pep for you tomorrow. That's the only way you can get these exciting prizes, you know, in packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. You just look inside the Pep package, and there you are, one of these brand new comic buttons, or a military insignia or warplane button. There's a prize in every package of P-E-P, Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. And now, the adventures of Superman. Learning that a piece of kryptonite, a fragment of the shattered planet on which Superman had been born, had the strange power to rob the Man of Steel of his strength, a woman called the Scarlet Widow stole it from the Metropolis Museum. In a desperate attempt to recover the fragment, Superman lost consciousness, and the Widow placed him in a cedar chest with a small piece of the kryptonite and dropped him into the sea. The tide carried the chest to a sandbar near shore, where a fisherman and his young daughter, Abby, were wrecked while trying to retrieve it. Clinging to the cedar chest, they were swept into a savage riptide, and as it broke apart in the wild water, they appeared doomed. As we continue now in the cold, raging sea, Superman, freed of the presence of the kryptonite, is regaining consciousness. Listen. What? Where am I? Abby! Abby! I hear someone. There's another voice. Hey, Scott, I'm in the sea. How did I... Wait a minute. There's a girl caught in the riptide. And an old man. I'm pulling them under. Away to them. Away! Picking the girl and her father from the seething water, Superman, once more in possession of all his amazing power, streaked to the fisherman's shack on the beach, the two wet, bedraggled figures in his arms. There, after the girl and her father have changed into dry clothes, they sit drinking hot tea listening in wide-eyed amazement to the man in the red cape and blue costume. I'm sorry I can't tell you who I am or how I came to be in that cedar chest. 
But I do want you to trust me and promise not to mention a word of what happened today. Oh, my gosh. I don't hardly know what happened to you, Pa. Well, it seems like I know, Abby, but I can't believe it. This here fella seemed to be dead in that there box. But the next thing you know, he was uh, uh, flying us out of the rip. I didn't know for sure this was our own kitchen. I'd be sure we were in another world. Well, I assure you, you're not in another world, Abby. Now about that promise. It's very important that my enemies and yours don't find out what happened. Our enemies? Mm -hmm. We ain't got no enemies, mister. Not since the war has been over. Oh, yes, you have. Although the war is officially over, there are many evil, fanatical men and women, some even here in our own country, who are plotting ways and means of building toward another war and undoing all we fought for. My star. You mean them Nazis and Japanese? Yes, and their sympathizers. There are many of them. Some were involved in this attack on me. Now, will you promise to keep all that happened here today a strict secret? Oh, of course we will. Won't we, Pa? Well, of course. You saved my life, mister, and my daughter. Oh, you saved my life. I don't think now that the kryptonite itself can kill me, but apparently it can keep me unconscious as long as I'm within ten feet of it. My body needs food, so eventually, if I'd been carried back to the bottom of the sea, I'd have perished. Eh? Krypton, what? Huh? Oh, oh huh. never mind. And by the way, Abby, you said you saw a piece of green glowing metal fall out of the cedar chest. Oh, that's right. Remember, Paul? Yep. Looked like phosphorus, it did. How big was it? Oh, it was pretty small. How big would you say, Paul? Yeah, no bigger than the pebble. Well, that means they put only a tiny fragment in the chest with me. Got to recover the rest of it in a hurry before they... <clears throat> well, I'm going now. And thanks again. Now, by the way, Mr... Uh... Uh, Hinkle. Sam Hinkle. Mr. Hinkle, I'll see that you get a new dory to replace the one you smashed on the rocks. There ain't no reason for you to get me a new dory, mister. We didn't know it was you in that old box. <laughs> the honest truth is, we went out to... Abby here had a full notion might be fancy dresses and stuff in it. That's right. Oh, I see. Well, maybe Abby found her fancy dresses at that. Oh, I don't know what you mean, mister. Well, you'll both be hearing from me. Thanks again. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. It's the closest call I've ever had. That mustn't happen again. I'd better go back to the planet first. Up and away! Leaving the humble fisherman's shack, Superman streaks through the late afternoon skies toward Metropolis. Red cape streaming in the wind. Meanwhile, in Perry White's office at the Daily Planet, the gray-haired editor, Jimmy Olsen, and Lois Lane are frantic with worry at the mysterious absence of Clark Kent. Maybe you ought to try broadcasting for Superman again, Miss Lane. He can find Mr. Kent. I've been broadcasting for hours, Jim, and all I've done is lost my voice. He must be beyond the range of our station. Or else he's in trouble. Superman in trouble? <laughs> Don't be silly, old son. But Mr. Kent said if Superman didn't come to headquarters with the kryptonite by midnight last night, he he might never be seen again. Kent didn't know what he was talking about. He got himself all steamed up about the kryptonite being a danger to Superman, and he wound up by getting himself in trouble. Fancies himself a detective and walks into a trap. Of all the dumb, the asinine, the half with it. Talking about someone I know, Chief. Why, Kent. Mr. Kent. Oh, look, it's Mr. Kent. Is it really you? In the flesh, Lord. Well, 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 we've been going crazy here. Take it easy. Take it easy. What's all the excitement about? Huh? What's all the excitement about? What? Why, you, 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 uh, you, uh, uh, you. Watch your blood pressure, Chief. Now, what do you care about my blood pressure? Where have you been the last 48 hours? Not that I should know, of course. I'm only your editor. The, the, the fool who pays you your salary. Why, I... Uh, well, 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 oh, we've been I... worried today. We thought you'd been trapped by the vulture or one of the others who escaped with him. Well, uh... No, we've been uh, driving the police department crazy. Lois has practically lost her voice broadcasting an SOS for Superman. Yeah, Superman? Yeah, we thought maybe he could find you, Mr. Kent. Oh, well, sorry you were all so worried about me. I, He's I... sorry. Now, isn't that noble of him? Well, now... That doesn't answer my question, Kent. Where have you been? 
Well, I started out to look for the kryptonite. Well, did you find it? No. How about Superman? Hmm? You told Captain Donovan that Superman might never be seen again. Oh, Superman's all right, Jim. For the moment. For the moment? Mm-hmm. How do you mean, Clark? Well, just what I say. He's all right until the widow and Sniggers and the others make another attempt against him with the kryptonite. The widow and who? He's had Sniggers. Oh, who's the widow and Sniggers? They're the ones who have the kryptonite. A woman called the Scarlet Widow and a little cockney named Sniggers. Bad a pair as I ever saw in my life. They're working with the Vulture, the Teufel, Papa Roush, and the Laugher. They are. know. Well, I haven't time to explain now. There's a lot to do, and it must be done quickly. Look, Chief, I've written descriptions of the Scarlet Widow and Sniggers. I want you to run them on the first page of the Daily Planet. I... Explain that they're a menace to Superman and to society. And ask anyone seeing them to communicate with us or the police department. Now, wait a minute. What? There isn't a minute to waste, Chief. Not a second. If you hurry, you can get those descriptions into the last edition. Jim, you come with me. Oh, gosh, sure. You bet. Oh, where, Mr. Kent? Well, you'll find out. Come on. Now, look here, Kent. What do you mean, just walking into my office and giving me and my staff orders? Well, it's all... I'm the editor here, and I want to tell you to tell me what this is all about. I've told you all I can now, Chief. Please trust me. Trust him. Of all the... the, the, Really? Clark Kent, the one-man detective agency and police department. Haven't you any orders for me, Sherlock? No, but I do have a favor to ask of you, Lois. What's that? Would you please go to the best store in town and get two of the fanciest party dresses you can buy? What? I don't know what size, but... Oh, she's about the same height as Jim. She? Uh Uh-huh. Dresses? Well, but... Why, Clark Kent, don't tell me you've got a girl. Huh? Oh, well, yes. of course not, Lois. No, no, you see, oh, oh, look at him blush. No, yes. well, oh, Mr. Kent's got a girl. Never mind, never mind that. Now, now I want to know what you... Where are you going? Something important. Now, come back here. Come on back here. Leaving Perry White's office, Clark Kent hurries to the elevators, followed by the eager Jimmy Olsen. What is so important that Kent forgot? We'll return in a moment for the climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. I'm telling you, gang, these new comic buttons, the new prizes and packages of Kellogg's Pep, are just about the most fun that ever happened. In the first place, they're old, familiar favorites. You know, pals you've been following in the funny papers for a long time, like Smitty and uh, Herbie and Skeezix and Superman, of course. And they're done up in full comic strip colors, printed clear and bright as anything on sparkling white metal buttons, the kind you can pin on your jacket or dress or cap. Then, there's the fun of collecting all 18 different buttons, trading duplicates with your friends. Boy, makes a swell hobby. And the best part is, you don't have to send in a single penny for these amusing buttons. Not, not even a box stop. You can't even buy them anywhere. You get them as exclusive prizes in packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. So, get busy on your collection. Ask Mom to get you a package of Kellogg's Pet tomorrow. Inside each package, there's a swell prize. One of these new flashy comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. Hurrying to Metropolis Police Headquarters with Jimmy Olsen, Clark Kent found that Inspector Henderson was out. After speaking to Captain Donovan, Henderson's assistant... Kent, Jimmy, and Donovan entered a police car with several officers and were driven swiftly to a 65-story apartment building on Boulevard Drive. As we join them now, they have just entered a private elevator, and Captain Donovan is taking it up. You'll broadcast the descriptions of the Scarlet Widow and Sniggers all over the country, Captain Donovan? So on the teletype now, Kent. Good. But I want to look at this apartment you say they were in with the Vulture, the Teufel, and those two others. Oh, Papa Roush and the Laffer. Gosh, I want to see their apartment, too. And you'll see it in a moment. It's the penthouse of this building. But they're not there now. 
That's why I was in such a hurry to give you the descriptions of the widow and sneakers, Captain. How do you know they're not there now, Kent? Oh, uh, oh I'm sure of it. Mr. Kent says they all beat it with the kryptonite. Hmm. He says. The building superintendent didn't see them move out. This is a private elevator for the penthouse, and it opens on the side of the building. They could easily have left without being seen. Especially yeah, at night. We'll soon find out. Here's the 65th floor. Okay, men. Quiet now. Well, you don't have to be careful. I tell you, there's nobody in the apartment. How can you tell, Mr. Kent? Yeah. Maybe Kent looks through doors and walls like this fellow Superman he's so worried about. Huh? Ring the bell, Haley. Okay, Captain. Yeah, you see, I told you. Ring it again, Haley. Right. Gosh, maybe they're all waiting in there with guns. Oh, they're not, Jim. Okay. You got the passkey, Haley. Open her up. No, wait a minute. Don't open the door. Huh? What's the matter with you, kid? Don't open it, I tell you. Don't. But you just said nobody was in there. I, I know, but... But don't open it. Don't. Amazed. Jimmy Olsen, Captain Donovan, and the police officers look at Clark Kent, whose eyes are wide with terror and whose face has turned ghostly pale. What has Kent as Superman seen in the Scarlet Widow's apartment? Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Say, gang, Mom's calling the signals for a special treat at breakfast when she gives you Kellogg's Raisin 40% Bran Flakes. Kellogg's own happy combination of fruit and cereal right in the same package. The toasty flakes are extra crisp. Kellogg crisp. The honey delicious raisins are so naturally sweet, you save on sugar. And teamed up together, flakes and raisins make a surefire combination for mighty good eating. Ask Mom for Kellogg's Kellogg's Raisin 40% Bran Flakes. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>